We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to the only business show in Lincoln, the Grow Lincoln Show. And this segment is possible today because of Lincoln Electric System, Sarder Heyman Jewelry, Charter Title, John Henry's Plumbing, and Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Coming up in the show, Roger Frank will be with us to talk about Money Smart Kids. And Business and the State Legislator. What sort of impacts for 2022? Ribbon cuttings, businesses opening, closing, and relocating. We'll talk to Bruce Boyer from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Well, let's talk to our friend Roger Frank here regarding money again and how to maybe help your children out a little bit. Well, yeah. Well, Roger, we had Easter. Um, we had a holiday. Did you then, take a break from money? Did you get away from it all? I was fortunate to have that Friday off uh, for the weekend, so it was a nice three-day weekend. How about you guys? <laughs> I, I had to work a little bit, but yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, well, so yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. did you take a break from money, or do people like you think about that even during we, your holidays? We always think about that. <laughs> yeah. Something told me, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah it told never me. ends. It's, yeah, well, I, yeah. I can't blame you. I will tell you that yeah, I think you know that I've got a, a financial group that is in my office building, and it is pretty barren when there are non-trading days yes absolutely over there those are for the few times that we do get away yeah uh, just because we don't have to worry about the markets bingo yeah you know you're right uh you know i was with my family and my grandkids over that easter weekend and you know we we started thinking a little bit about i guess our kids our grandkids and and raising smart money kids so there's a few ideas that I'd like to share. There's obviously a lot more ideas that you could share, but I'll, I'll share a few on the show today. I think the first step is to get them interested in money. So how do you do that? Well, I think if you start them out young and you, you teach them uh, maybe pull out some of those coins that we still have, quarters, nickels, and so forth, uh, show them the difference, talk about the difference, give them a piggy bank. Uh, I know our kids had that when they were growing up, and get them to put those coins in there. Once the saving has begun, then maybe get your children to spend a little bit of it, maybe on some treats or something special that's important to them. And when they get a little older, then teach them the difference between what a need is versus a want. Now, I think that's a lifelong lesson there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's important for them to understand what the difference is. So make saving a habit. Uh, start them out early and that habit will stick. Try to teach your child to save first instead of spending what's in their pocket. That savings, you know, it could be 10%, maybe 10% of what they earn or what they get through a birthday or whatnot. Uh, if they can save even more, it'd be that's pretty important as well. So do better than 10% if, if possible. We introduced that idea along with charity when my daughter was little. Which is kind of easy if you go to church and they pass an offering plate, but everything is digital now. So I think now the answer really is to talk about things like this around the dinner table. What's, yeah. you know, what yeah. how, are you saving some money in a bank? And what's yeah. your favorite charity? Are you saving up for Give to Lincoln Day? You know, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, charities are important to be able to give to and donate to. Um, but first and foremost, you have to be saving, saving for your money. retirement <laughs> yeah. and, and right. saving for yourself before you can do that. 
But as you know, as those children get older, uh, maybe take them to a bank uh, where your bank is. Open a savings account or a checking account. The money that's being saved certainly could be deposited in that savings account. And every time they add a deposit, they can see it grow. Being able to participate in something that we consider an adult may make them feel a little bit more mature. Yeah. You know, I worked a little bit with goal setting with my children uh, regarding finance and, and frankly, goal setting in a lot of different areas. But since we're talking about finance uh, right now, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think goal setting is very important, especially as those kids get to their teen years. Um, you know, maybe they want to buy that new phone, uh, a new car, or or maybe if the parents aren't paying for all of the car, but you know they're paying for a part of it. So goal setting's huge. So being able to teach them to put some money away, uh, save up for that future purchase, but more importantly, uh, let them understand that waiting is okay. They don't need everything right away. Uh, being able to save for the next, uh, say, 12 months or 18 months, whatever that case is. Uh, I think they'll feel uh, pretty good about that when they make that purchase, uh, a good accomplishment. Yeah. Having looked at some of your clients that maybe didn't get this kind of background, what tips do you have or do you wish that they would have had when they were growing up? Yeah, you know, we talked a little bit off air, but I I, I think having it in the school setting would be uh, a good positive as well. Yes. Uh, But teaching those children uh, how to budget, uh, giving them maybe regular allowances for some of the chores that they do around the house. Uh, I I think some of my adult uh, clients even struggle with budgeting yet. (laughs) And so being able to work through that process uh, with them uh, is important. Encourage them to maybe earn... um, you know, job ventures. Maybe they go around the neighborhood, mow yards, whatever the case is, and, and earn some money there. Being able to put that money away and then budget that for that future need. You know, another thing too, especially today with the, the high inflation that we have, maybe it's important to understand that uh, um, teaching them how inflation affects what that purchase is right. today mm. versus that purchase in the future. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, so what would you say is the most important thing? Most important thing is to start them early, Uh, teach them the value of money, teach them how to spend the money wisely and save and and put that money away. Retirement is a far off age, but uh, short-term goals, college and so forth, and I I think that will be a positive as long as you uh, give them a head start. Thanks a lot, Roger. Thanks again, Roger. Great advice. Very good. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthel Fisher & Company Financial Services, Inc., BFCFS member FINRA, FSIPC. Investment advisory services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning, Inc. are independent entities. Coming up next, what did the state legislature do that might affect business this year? We'll be right back. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Many of our listeners see construction projects around town and message us on Facebook or Twitter asking what's going on. We research them and announce what they are on this show. And this segment is possible today because of the Nebraska Green Sorghum Board, REMAX Concepts, University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business, and Frank Financial Concepts. The state legislature wrapped up this week. We wanted to know what happened that would most impact business. So we invited Bruce Boyer from the Chamber of Commerce into the studio. Welcome to the show. How are yeah, you doing? Thank you. Good to see Hi, you Hi, Bruce. Guys. How are you? Yeah, doing very well. Thank you. Well, hey, what has been happening in the state legislature and 
in particular, what about this tax cut package that oh, they yeah. talk about? That's, I love to talk about that. So uh, uh, historic tax, tax cut package. If you, if you guys listened earlier this week to the uh, governor's uh, you know, comments with the closing uh, of the legislature on Wednesday, he uh, had a one, one word for the legislative session, wow, you know, <laughs> and, and the tax cut is historic. It's the largest tax cut in the uh, history of Nebraska. Hmm. It includes individual income tax cuts, corporate income tax cuts, Social Security exemption. We'll do these things over, you know, a number of years. So we're going to, you know, kind of ease into it a little bit. Uh, we're very cautious in Nebraska, of course. But we need to do this. This is a competitiveness issue for the state. As you guys might be aware, uh, Iowa, our neighbor to the east, is moving to a 3.99 flat income tax. So uh, property tax relief also is a big part of this package. I'm happy to report that every Lincoln senator supported this bill uh, on final passage. Hmm. Uh, I got to give a shout out. Give a shout out to Senator uh, Linehan, chair of the Revenue Committee, to two of her staff as well. MJ and Kay deserve a big shout out. My colleagues uh, with the Omaha and State Chamber, uh, Kristen Hassebrook and Jen Krieger, are just uh, powerhouse lobbyists over there with us. And so, you know, partnership effort that also included Farm Bureau, um, uh, also uh, Cattlemen. I got to say something about Nelnet. Nelnet had a gentleman over at a press a statement on this uh, early in the session and really set the right tone. Scott. Goobles, uh, also Jim Kruger, the CFO oh, yeah. for Nelnet, uh, very active in the legislative session, so it was terrific. Um, was there some progress then on air service? Yes, uh, absolutely, and that's so important to this community. Uh, we've got a constitutional amendment that we'll see uh, in November that allows for flexibility of air service, um, and it's... Uh, its champion was Senator Elliot Bostar, but we had, again, just a very good group of people. Dave Herring, of course, from the Airport Authority in Lincoln, uh, Rachel Barth out there as well, Nick Cusick, Airport Authority board member, Bill Austin, their legal counsel, Eric Girard from the city. So very team, uh, team-oriented effort. It is not just for Lincoln either. This is something that's going to allow flexibility for small airports all across the state, and uh, will be essential for them to attract new air service. It's going to be essential for us as well, so very important. Again, uh, in November, that'll be on the ballot, and so we are urging certainly everybody to vote yes on that one. And how about the, this uh, intern Nebraska expansion uh, and flexibility yeah, issue? Yeah, uh, what we hear from businesses uh, as far as you know, surveys that we put out and you know, what are your big issues, of course, taxes are always important, workforce, 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 everybody. So Intern Nebraska is a, an established program. This was something that we uh, had as our trio of ARPA efforts uh, looking to expand and, and provide some more flexibility in, ter- in Intern Nebraska. Uh, Senator Mike Flood was our champion on this and the sponsor. Got to give a shout out to his uh, staff as well, Jesse Ferguson, helping us on that. And this one as well. Nelnet really stepped up to the plate this session. Terry Hymas uh, came in and testified for a, a host of business groups on this. We had education, business, and labor all in support. It ended up not getting ARPA funds, but general funds. And, and this is going to be a very big deal for Nebraska uh, over the next several years and, and really a way for us to 
to keep all the, the, the young people that we have coming into this state, uh, keep all the people, young people that we have, uh, you know, kind of pursuing careers here as well. Um, our, our team uh, down in El, at Elped at the chamber uh, did a terrific job being engaged as well. Shout out to Allison and Kaylee from LPED. Um, their involvement was very important on this issue too. I know that you um, had some some success on affordable housing funds, and that, of course, is very important to our audience. Yes. Did you dodge some things that, had they passed, wouldn't have been business friendly? Yeah, the success on the housing was very important, too. And I got to give a shout out to Senator Wishart and Bostar there on what we dodged. Definitely uh, uh, an effort to try to have some kind of consumption tax. Many business groups oppose that, a, a large uh, you know, part of the lobby was opposed to it. That would be devastating for a lot of our important industries, certainly in Lincoln, but across the state. Um, I think that garnered something like 17 votes, but at least two of those votes, I don't think were really legitimate. Uh, I think that more were just a protest type of thing, but um, that's something that we are going to have to watch for. There's possibly a, a petition effort on that. We'd like to have you stick through the break because the chamber does ribbon cuttings. You bet. And we want to hear about businesses that have opened in Lincoln. Yeah, our, I'd love to. Our, yeah. our listeners love that. We will be right back. Everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to Grow Lincoln. Business is opening, closing, and moving around. And this segment is possible today because of Christensen Hearing Analytics, Lincoln Airport Authority, Service Master Professional Building Maintenance, Realtors Association of Lincoln, and Baylor Evnen Law Firm. Bruce Boyer from the Chamber of Commerce still with us. Bruce, you guys have had eight ribbon cuttings. Can we get through this? Yeah, this we'll is see. a lot we'll of see. stuff. Yeah, well, what's been happening around Lincoln? List. Okay, so I'm going to start off with Black Hills Energy and Uribe Refuse. Uh, Refuse uh, next Tuesday, April 26th at 10 a.m. It's a dedication and open house for Black Hills' new building. Of course, it's really over by uh, near 14th and Old Cheney. The address is 1731 Wendhoek Drive. Uh, so they're also um, kind of recognizing three new compressed natural gas uh, refuse trucks for Uribe. So that, that'll be pretty cool. People can make it out for that again April 26th at 10 a.m. Um, we've got another one coming up, if I can just continue on. Yeah, you, you, you just, just launch. Comp company Cam, uh, and this is a great uh, startup, I guess you'd still call it that, but a great idea that sprung out of a very creative mind um, and helps the construction industry. Uh, Friday, May 20th at 12 p.m., a ribbon cutting, and that's out at 300 Canopy Street Suite. Uh, or over at 300 Canopy Street, Suite 200. In their rail yard. Yes. They in the won, rail yard. what, $70 million yeah, dollars yeah. of Just an incredible grants. success story, yes. Uh, I think uh, uh, some funding for them, and, yeah. and that's going to be a big deal. That is going to be a very big deal, company cam. Don't forget that. We've got Elwood Staffing Services uh, next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m., uh, a ribbon cutting again. That's at 233 North 48th Street, Suite M. Uh, the Scarlet Hotel over on uh, Innovation Campus the next Friday. The new hotel. Yes. So I believe this is a Marriott uh, badge. Yes. Sounds right. Yes. Yeah. It's a Marriott, if I remember correctly. Um, so their ribbon cutting and grand opening, I guess, will be uh, 
next Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, so that's out at 2101 Transformation Drive. I saw a liquor license go through to that, yeah. and and I think they have meals. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Yeah, a restaurant or something. You yeah. Bet. And they're going to use that as uh, as part of the help for the hospitality program for UNL. Yeah. If you're a student, mm-hmm. you can actually work at the hotel and get credit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that'd be pretty cool. Hope you can make it out to that. And then uh, we've got Cobalt Credit Union uh, Friday, uh, the 29th. Uh, that will be, um, and can I correct? I think I said next Friday for the uh, Scarlet, and it's actually the following Friday, May 6th. So. Uh, but next Friday, uh, the 29th, is Cobalt Credit Union ribbon cutting. Uh, Cobalt Credit Union's out at 2801 North 86th Street. Uh, 10 a.m. April 29th. Okay, so, so 2801 uh, North 86. Where is that, Dave? That, that's approximately 84th and Adams. Yeah. And yeah. you that sold him that land, right? I did. Yeah. I did yeah. do that. So go, Dave Jay. knew about this a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. You better be out there. <laughs> well, and I can't because I've got an obligation. I've already had the RSVP to him. Okay. All right. But I'm glad we're talking about him. Exactly. So uh, also Madonna uh, Campus, Thursday, May 19th. So this is a ways out, but at 10 a.m., ribbon cutting to celebrate their new patient wing grand opening. And that's, of course, at uh, 5401 South Street. Are they done with construction or is that an ongoing? I think they're continuing. Uh, I mean, that's a huge thing going on over there. Yes. yes. Yeah. Lots of lots of lots of uh, construction going on at Madonna. Exactly. Uh, and then Habitat for Humanity, uh, Tuesday, May 3rd at 3 p.m. We've got a ribbon-cutting ribbon for the Habitat Restore, which is a home improvement thrift store. That is at 5601 South 59th Street, Suite that, B. That nice. is the old Rod Cush building, if I remember right. Or, Habit- yes, it is. And I might add, I still call it the old Kmart building. <laughs> you guys are still stuck good. on Kmart. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, they... Uh, they call it the Edge now, I do believe. Okay. Right. Yeah, they were up north, up north yep. of O, and they made a big move to yeah. South Lincoln. Yeah. Again, that's Habitat for Humanity. Uh, and... Finally, number eight, uh, Mosaic in southeast Nebraska. That's a ribbon cutting on Thursday, April 28th. So next Thursday at 10 a.m., that is at uh, 101 Southwest 14th Street Place, uh, Suite 100. So... That's you, that's that's great information. That? All right. Very Do we have time for any more, Dave? Well, we, we probably could uh, talk about one or two items. Okay, yeah. Pita, a non-restaurant, is going to move in where the there used to be a vegan restaurant at Fourteenth and O. And the news just came out this week that the vegan restaurant had closed down and moved out a couple months ago. And Pita and Non, so in other words, Greek and Indian, are going to move into that location. And then, of course, the big news this week, La Paloma. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They they are closing on April 25 up at 84th and Holdridge to be replaced by Mi Tierra restaurants. Right. And we're hearing some rumors about La Paloma too, maybe relocating. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. That's Robin, all that's we, all for Grow Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. And send us your announcement about your business opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm.